In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Have you ever taken good advice in life? Did it work? Did it not work? Sometimes you can get good advice and it just blows up spectacularly in your face. Have you ever been wrestling with a decision? Have you ever had a problem you just couldn't quite figure out what to do? And a good-meaning friend came up and said something like this to you. You know, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't count your chickens until they hatch. Now, for some reason, we Americans love chickens. Or maybe strike while the iron's hot. He who hesitates loses. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Right? Most of us have also, over time, probably listened to bad advice, right? Given by a sibling or a dear friend. Come on, one more drink, doesn't make a difference. It's tequila, it'll be fine. And maybe that bad advice worked, or again, maybe it failed spectacularly. This morning in our Old Testament reading, we see wisdom, understanding, and wisdom's yelling at the passerbys to listen. She's not being quiet. She's at the intersections. She's at the city gates, the place where business and justice happens. Going to any place where people are gathered, calling out to everyone that lives. She's calling out because she wants everyone to listen. She wants everyone to live a wise life, to not be caught up in the errors and foolishness of this broken world we live in. Wisdom says that the Lord created me at the beginning of his work the first of his acts of long ago. The writer here is saying that wisdom is the first of God's creation. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no springs abounding with water. He's calling back to those listening, or his readers' minds. Genesis 1, right? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. That's how old wisdom is, Solomon says here. Before we get to the very first verse in our Bibles, wisdom's already there. Before heaven and earth, before sea and land, before the stars were set in their courses, wisdom is there. The writer says that wisdom was beside him, like a master worker, daily his delight, rejoicing before him always, rejoicing in his inhabited world and delighting in the human race. Now, before we get too deep into looking at this, we need to stop and remember one important thing. This is poetry. Solomon, whoever wrote this book, was talking about the wisdom of God like it was a person. Why? Because it's easier for us to understand. We've all been asked our opinion by friends and family about something, right? Should I take that job? Should I marry this person? What should I do with my kids? They're driving me crazy. In response, we've given what we know in our hearts is good counsel. And when it wasn't listened to, and we see the inevitable outcome happen, the one that makes us want to get up in their face and say, listen, see, I told you so, right? Have you ever wanted to go screaming out in the roads and the fields and the city gates? Have you ever wanted to say, why didn't you just listen? We've all been there, I think. Remember, this is wisdom personified, not an actual being. And we know this 
because the wisdom of God is fulfilled in someone else. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 1.30, Because of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness, sanctification, redemption. And in Colossians 2 he writes, I want their hearts to be encouraged and united in love, so that they may have all the riches of assured understanding, and have the knowledge of God's mysteries, that is, in Christ, in whom all are hidden the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Lady wisdom in all her natural glory is sometimes wrong. Sometimes you can listen to good advice, and it doesn't work out. We know this. We've all experienced it at one point or another, and know someone that has. Just like we have in times in our life, when we were right in our estimation, there were times when we were wrong. Right? The marriage that should never have worked. They knew each other for two weeks, got married, he went off to war, and 50 years later, they're still married and happy. The technology that seemed like a waste of time, a boondoggle, ends up being worth billions. Having lived in Albuquerque for 14 years, occasionally I'd run into someone who said, you know, I should have invested in those two guys in that garage talking about Bill Gates and Microsoft. The time we didn't take a trip to visit someone because work and our lives were busy and we'd see them a different time. What is man that you should be mindful of him, the son of man that you should seek him out? You've made him but a little lower than the angels. You adorn him with glory and honor. If wisdom was in some sense there with God at the beginning, David's looking up at creation and can do nothing but wonder at the creator. David knows that all he can do is praise God because that's all any of us can do. And God made us a little lower and gave us dominion over the world, a dominion that we need to use with wisdom. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Our gospel reading this morning begins with Jesus and his disciples. We're still on Monday, Thursday. We're still in that great discourse he's giving, listening to Jesus as he tries to prepare them for what's about to happen. When Jesus leaves, he's told those listening that the Holy Spirit, the Advocate, would come. And what would the Holy Spirit do? He's going to guide us into all truth, not speaking his own, but repeating what he hears from the Father and the Son. Jesus told them the Spirit would remind them of what they had heard him say. Jesus reminds them that all the Father has is Jesus. The Holy Spirit's been left to help us. And Paul understands that. In Romans, Paul spends the first two chapters of Romans explaining that death and sin came through Adam. That no matter where you are in the world, no matter who your parents' world are, the world's broken. There are problems. And in the next two chapters, he explains that life comes through Jesus. And here we are in the fifth chapter. He starts by writing, Since we're justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we obtained access to his grace in which we stand, and we boast in our hope the sharing of the glory of God. Now today is Trinity Sunday. Our readings are all trying to point us to the interconnectedness of the Godhead. From illusions of the greatness of the Creator and the Spirit working in the ancient world to Jesus explaining that He and the Father are one and that they're sending the Spirit to help us now. The Athanasian Creed, the great statement on the Trinity, says very early on, after saying that we worship one God in Trinity and Trinity in unity, 
neither confounding the persons nor dividing the substance. Goes on to say, after discussing their origin, uncreated and eternal, says, the Father incomprehensible, the Son incomprehensible, and the Holy Ghost incomprehensible. We cannot in our earthly minds fully understand the Godhead. Have you tried? Have you ever had a conversation with someone that can't quite finish the circle? And because of that, they have problems believing in God? We can, by faith and reason, expound what we know. We also have to know and remember in our hearts it's not complete. We're still looking dimly in the mirror. But I heard someone say this once in a third sermon, and I think it's important and profound. and has wisdom. We may not be able to fully understand the incomprehensible, but we can understand what the incomprehensible have done for us. Paul says that we're justified by faith, that we have peace with God and hope in sharing in the glory of God. Through Jesus, we have the means to connect to the Father. Through Jesus, we have access to connect to the Spirit, the Comforter, the Advocate, the one he promised to leave. And in the end, when we have endured through the suffering that is part of this world, that hope will not disappoint us. God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that's been given to us. On a day when sermons are often focused on the orthodox and unorthodox understanding of God, I'm reminded what Archbishop Rowan Williams once said, Orthodoxy is the assurance that in Christ, God reconciled the world to himself. The implication being that anything unorthodox is trying to take away that assurance, trying to separate us from the love of God. And as Paul wrote, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Jesus in John's Gospel is telling us that everything that's the Father's is also the Son's. And the Son is declaring to us that in the Holy Spirit, he's leaving him. He's leaving him to work in us and among us and through us. This morning as we prayed in the collect, God, you've given to your servants grace by the confession of a true faith to acknowledge the glory of the eternal trinity and in the power of your divine majesty to worship the unity. This morning I pray that we have the grace to understand and then to live out what we are called to do in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. stand with me this morning. Let's affirm our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, 
who proceeds from the Father and the Son. For the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the whole state of Christ Church and the world. Almighty and ever-living God, who in thy holy word has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, receive these our prayers which we offer unto thy divine majesty, beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal church with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord, and grant that all those who do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word and live in unity and godly love. Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops and other ministers, especially Justin, Archbishop of Canterbury, Michael, our presiding bishop, Daniel, our bishop, Jeremiah, our priest in charge, and Eliza, bishop in Tabor, Tanzania, that they may both, by their life and doctrine, set forth thy true and lively word, and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments. And to all thy people give thy heavenly grace, and especially to this congregation here present, that with meek heart and due reverence they may hear and receive thy holy word, truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days in their life. We beseech thee also so to rule the hearts of those who bear the authority of government in this and every land, especially Joe, our president, and Tom, our governor, that they may be led to wise decisions and right actions for the welfare and peace of the world. Open, O Lord, the eyes of all people to behold thy gracious hand in all thy works, that rejoicing in thy whole creation, they may honor thee with their substance and be faithful stewards of thy bounty. And we most humbly beseech thee of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succor Don McCoy, Mark Sarienko, Brandon Newfer, Jill Downey, Jane Robbins, Kim Harrington, Herbert W. Ross, James. Kennedy, Bob Ross, Timothy Fitzpatrick, Artie Carter, Henry Caldwaller, Corey Freeman, Joyce Cooley, and all those in this transitory life in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, or any other adversity. And we also bless thy holy name for all thy servants departed this life in thy faith and fear, especially all the faithful departed beseeching thee to grant them continual growth in thy love and service, and to grant us grace, so to follow the good examples of all thy saints, that with them we may be partakers of thy heavenly kingdom. Grant these our prayers, O Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our only mediator and advocate. Amen. Lord, hear the prayers of thy people. Do what we have asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually to the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men, 
merciful Father, for thy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may ever hereafter serve and please thee in newness of life, to the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of his great mercy hath promised forgiveness of sins, to all those who with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto him, have mercy upon you. Pardon and deliver you from all your sins. Confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Hear the word of God to all who truly turn to him. Come unto me, all ye that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. Stand with me as you're able. Peace of the Lord be always with you. Peace. Peace. Ascribe to the Lord the honor to his name. Give offerings and come into his courts. things come of thee, O Lord, and of thine own have we given thee. Amen. Right in our bounds of duty that we 
should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, Everlasting God. For the co-eternal Son and Holy Spirit, thou art one God, one Lord, in trinity of persons and unity of substance. And we celebrate the one and equal glory of thee, O Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, the angels and archangels and all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of thy glory. Glory be to thee, O Lord most high. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest.
and made one body with him, that he may dwell in us, and we in him. And although we are unworthy for our manifold sins to offer unto thee any sacrifice, yet we beseech thee to accept this, our bounden duty and service, not weighing our merits, but pardoning our offenses, through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom, in the unity of the Holy Ghost, all honor and glory be unto thee, O Father Almighty, world without end. Now, as our Savior Christ hath taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah! Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us.
Let us pray. Almighty ever living God, you most heartily thank thee for that thou dost feed us in these holy mysteries with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and dost assure us thereby of thy favor and goodness towards us, and that we are very members and corporate in the mystical body of thy Son, the blessed company of all faithful people, and are also heirs through hope of thy everlasting kingdom. And we humbly beseech thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with thy grace, that we may continue in that holy fellowship, and do all such good works as thou hast prepared for us to walk in, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Peace of God, which passeth all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in the love of God, in the knowledge, the love of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. Only a couple of announcements this morning, I promise. You may be seated. First off, do we have any anniversaries or birthdays this morning? No birthdays or anniversaries. For those who don't know, we are at Old Union here at 9.30, so you're always welcome to come back on this rainy day uh, and join us over there. But we'll be there again on July the 10th. Um, the 190th anniversary celebration for Old Union is the weekend of September 10th and 11th. And the 150th anniversary celebration for St. Paul's is the following Sunday, the 18th. If you are interested in helping with either of those, uh, committees are being formed, and Myri could sure use your help with various things. So uh, there will be another meeting following Compline uh, this Wednesday at 7. You can join us online at Zoom or here in person in the parish hall. But she wanted me to encourage everyone interested to come down and at least see what's going on and see if you're able to help in some way. Don't forget, we're also collecting canned good items for Project Outreach, bags of chips and juice boxes for the soup kitchen uh, in Norristown, and we still are having our clothing drive for St. James. Every time I come in, there's another bag of clothes that have appeared, no matter how many times they get taken over. So thank you all for that. We do have all of those things going on right now. Do we have any other announcements that I've forgotten? Well, I just wanted to, on behalf of the worship planning team, have you look up. And now we have a new way to enhance our worship. It's block and tackle. I don't know how it works. But it does help us get stuff up. So that's our king of kings. And, and I, just, I know I've kind of pointed before, but thanks be to God. <laughs> <laughs> If you'll stand with me this morning. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. I won't see you guys next week. I'm going to be in St. Paul. I'm leaving St. Paul. I'm going to St. Paul. So I'll be thinking of <laughs>
trying to think of other things we can have, other banners, and other brilliant things. No, I can't tell. Yeah. <laughs>